Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. So I know we've probably met in passing a few times, right? I mean, you know, oh, yeah. here and there, you know what I mean? But I don't think yeah. we've ever had like any many conversations. But, um, you know, during the pandemic, you know, I obviously started popping up on my feet a lot more and. You know, I just, uh, obviously you're in a thousand and one bands, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah. how, what's the most current thing? A robot uprising, you're in that, you're doing other stuff. I mean, a, a bunch of other shit, right? How many, yes. what, here's what I want to ask. How many bands <laughs> is too many bands for you, right? Um, <laughs> you know, well, how many bands are you in at the same time? That's what I want to know. So, um, like full time bands. Um, well, Robot Uprising would probably be the main one. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in that with Tony Cortez and, yeah. and Cliff, Cliff Roman. Yeah. He's in our band now from the weirdos. The nicest man in Nardcore. Tony oh, Cortez. dude. Yes. Yeah. The, the mayor, the mayor of Nardcore. No, that's, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 he's the mayor. I call John C. the prince. He's the prince. <laughs> the prince. <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> Hates it. <laughs> the prince of that's yeah, great. I say it all the time. Fucking hates it. Yeah, but yeah. So that would yeah. make you the sergeant at arms, maybe. I guess is that where you are? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I think I'm. I think I'm kind of more guilty by association than anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, because I didn't. I, I. I didn't necessarily really grow up with with the Nardcore stuff. Like like I always knew it, and I was always aware of it. Yeah. Around and and even like the very first you know quote unquote you know real band I was in. When I was like fourteen, we we would play shows at Mogs with with ill repute, like in like right. early night, like early nineties, like ninety, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a kid. I grew but, up right um, around the Mogs was the one down in uh, Montalvo, right off Johnson. No, Mogs Mogs was, was the one Nickelbees? that um, it later. Yeah, later became Nickelbees. Okay. Yeah, all right. I was trying to. I'm trying to think yeah. of what that one was. It was down there. Off the Ventura Road, you know, in between Johnson and Victoria, it was up for a while. You know what I mean? It was back in the day. Yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about, but yeah, the ones, yeah. the ones that I I remembered the most were um were Mogs and then the the livery, you know, mm-hmm. which or yeah. not no not 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 the livery, um, the fucking Mayfair, 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 right? Yeah, that was the legendary yeah. Green Day shows, the legendary all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, did you grow up here in Ventura, yeah, those Rockstar? Are- uh, yeah, for the, for the most part, I, I, I was born in Santa Monica oh, Okay. and, um, okay. Can you hear me? My internet's fucking being, funky, yeah, I can hear you, man. So, yeah. okay, cool. All right. Yeah. yeah Cause it, it keeps popping up and telling me I'm connected to the internet. So oh, it's like, nice. yeah, I fucking, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, this, time, but, um, this time is kind of a high traffic time. All you know what I mean? So. Just yeah, and I have I have a house full of teenagers that are all on various devices and shit. Too, yeah, so I definitely gotta I gotta, sure talk to you. I gotta pick your <laughs> I gotta have I gotta pick your father brain here in a little while. Right. Oh fuck yeah <laughs> yeah, but no I um I uh I forgot what the question was. I just where you grew up. You grew up around in Santa Monica. When did you get to oh Ventura yeah, yeah and all that stuff? Yeah yeah. So I was I was born in Santa Monica and. We uh we moved to Camarillo when I was about four. Okay. So it was like seventy nine, yeah. eighty, like that area. 
As my, my, my dad worked for a wheelchair company. He worked for Everston Jennings really? wheelchair company. And they, they moved, they, they used to be like in Culver city, I guess. And so they moved their whole operation to Camarillo where Technicolor was at for years and years. Okay. Like I, I don't even, I don't even think it's Technicolor anymore. I think it's something else. But anyway, so they moved there. So, but they, they paid for us to move up here and all that shit. So how old were you in Camarillo? I was like four. So this is like 79, 80, something like that, you know? Yeah. 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 I was just a little, you know, yeah, so grom. we moved up here and it's a little grom. A little that was a little crom. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so so I I grew up in Camarillo. Um we lived in that the neighborhood right right behind where In N Out Burgers at, you know, when you get off the freeway, In N Out's right there. Oh, yeah. Yep. If if you go straight, you go into the neighborhood that time forgot, basically. Yeah. And that's that's the little neighborhood I grew up in and and but yeah, but I had I had friends, you know, especially going into high school and stuff. I had a lot of friends, you know, like I became friends with uh, Chris Savoy okay. and and Jason Emilio and Sean Harris, those guys. Mm-hmm. And they all they all lived in Ventura. And so, yeah, so I had friends and so I'd always hang out in Ventura and stuff, too. And, yeah, you know, I, I even lived in Oxnard for a little bit you know, with my, my sister, when I was like maybe 19, she had an apartment in like the super shitty part of, of Oxnard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back when, yeah, they like, were, so, you know, they were all kind of shitty parts back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, there I, were some nicer neighborhoods, I guess, but yeah, it was different world. Yeah, then, you know? Yeah. No, this was in that whole neighborhood right back behind, um, you know, that, that gas station on the, on the corner of, uh, Pleasant Valley and Saviors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Definitely. what's that street cloying or something like that? <sighs> yeah, I get yeah, yeah, I get lost back there, dude. It's, yeah, that... it's so weird how Ventura and Oxnard. It's like, you know, I know the main drags, I know a lot of the offshoots, but when you get that deep in there, dude, I'm fucking just as lost. <laughs> I know it's all grid, it's all easy, but you know, you just yeah. it's it's like a world apart, you know, it seems like. But um, right. what got you? What you got to like? What got you into playing music? Was it? I mean, obviously, punk rock was the thing back then, right? Growing up in the 80s, early 90s, shit like that. But is that kind of just the natural thing? I mean, what got you into playing drums? What got you into all that stuff? Well, I started out. I I started out on the drums. Right. And that was probably 85 or so. So I was like 9, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and but I, I actually grew up a metal kid. Me you know, too. I would, I would, I would, yeah, I was listening to shit at the, you know, but like I said, I was like nine years old, right? So I was like listening to like Iron Maiden and, and whatever would like would play on MTV, like Twisted Sister. And, mm-hmm. and may, maybe you might see like a, a fucking negative video or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, my uncle, my, my dad's brother, he's a music critic for the LA Times. Ooh. And the so, enemy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would, uh, for birthdays and Christmases and shit, he would just basically just give us records that he had because he would always, because he would always get like promo copies of shit. Right. 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 And so he was, he was kind of the guy It was like a combination of him and my, my older brother and sister's friends. Mm -hmm. It would be like, okay, well, you know, Iron Maiden's cool, but you ever heard of Merciful Fate? And, you know, yeah. shit like that, like yeah. kind of like kind of bring bring me to the next level, you know. For sure, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, always then, did, you know, there's something to be said for a fucking good uncle, dude. You know what I mean? Like, right? Because I had my uncle. My uncles are Ross and Toby. Okay, redheads, right? And I, I, they're the ones that gave me a base and taught me Louie Louie and sent me on my way because I showed interest in like sixth grade of wanting to fucking play bass. You know, we were going to start our first band, Guillotine. Calm down. You know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> and so nice. that's how we. You know, that's but you know something to be said for that shepherd. You know what I mean? That. That shitty yeah. uncle that fucking just hey yeah. kid here and I want to be that shitty uncle for my nephews. And nieces, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. I'm always throwing them down shit, trying to get them involved in something cool. You know what I mean? And and they're all seem to be good kids, man. But it's so yeah. important, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Same same thing with him too. Is is he? Uh, he played guitar B- back in the '60s. He played guitar in an acid rock band called the Electric Prunes. Really. And can you, yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And they had, they had like a, I had, yeah, I had too much to dream last night. That was like their big song. No, I, I know. I'm well, I'm very but Yeah. Familiar. So he played, he played guitar. Yeah. I'm very, oh, okay, my, okay, my yeah. mechanic. Yeah, so so he, I, yeah. I worked construction for years as on freeways. My mechanic for years is a guy named Rocco and he is the current bass player for the electric prunes. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah, dude. I gotta so tell he, my uncle that you he plays bass for him now. Yeah, because I mean... he was. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's weird. Are you there again? Like, my... yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, my uh, yeah. He so he was he he was with them briefly though. Like he was he was around for the I had too much to dream last night shit. But after that, you know, he went and started. He became a music journalist. You know, mm-hmm. after that. So, but. But yeah, but he was he was you know the cool uncle, and and then yeah, and like I said, it was like a combination of that, and you know I have a I have a brother who's five years older than me, and a sister who's three years older than me, mm-hmm. and and so all of all of their all of their friends, you know, that were a couple years older than them, even right, they would be like, oh, you got to listen to this, and you got to listen to that, and. And I eventually, and I was, I was like one of those kids. I was never good at sports and any of that bullshit, you know? And mm-hmm. so when I was like, like, yeah, about nine years old, I guess it was, it was like a, it was a weird combination of, so there's all this stuff I start listening to. And then I remember like Motley Crue came out with the video. I don't even remember what song it was, but like Tommy Lee's like spinning upside down. He's like in this fucking oh, yeah. contraption and he's spinning his like I I learned how to spin drumstick before I ever learned a beat, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like and I'm like, I wanna do that. That's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I begged my parents to buy me a drum set off of some kid that lived up the street from us and mm-hmm. he had like this like nineteen sixties gold sparkly shit drum set for like seventy five, eighty bucks or Hell something yeah, like man. that. So I set it up in the garage and my dad had his stereo out in the garage. So I would put his records on or I would put on, you know, KLOS or whatever station. And, mm-hmm. and I would just try to play along until it sounded like the beat to whatever song I wanted, like an ACDC or some shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's how I learned. Or, or I would even like during the summer, you know, when my parents would still have to go to work, but we were all home all day. I would I would set my drums up in the fucking living room and watch MTV. Nice, just and, play along. Yeah, and and I would watch what the drummers are doing and like, oh, okay, all right, that's this is the beat to that song. And, right. Yeah, it's so weird how I was thinking about this the other day because you know my kids are 
always i mean i watch youtube for everything too it's it fucking everything's on there you want to learn oh, how yeah, to change yeah. a window regulator in a 07 <laughs> you know what i mean right, I, right. I was thought, i was thinking the other day about how because i was the same kid you know i would sit down and just watch metallica or watch fucking right. player and just you know i'm a visual learner dude i don't learn well from a book i learn well from people showing me right so i remember like mtv was basically the original youtube for yeah. a lot of musicians yep. dude. like yep. you know first of all you saw that's how you got into other bands whatever shirts they were wearing whatever it was you know i'm mean? like there's something to be said when mtv was fucking awesome you know what i mean before it turned into uh just teen pregnancy the Teen Pregnancy right. Network, you know. Um, right. I, I used to sit there all day and fucking wait for Headbangers Ball to come on at 12. Yep. And I would try to figure out all Pantera songs and all kinds of shit, you know what I mean? It was like the original YouTube. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, I used to, to that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I used to I used to tape it, you know, on on, on VHS tapes, yep. man. And, yep. I, and, I, and I probably still somewhere in my garage. I'm, I'm in my garage right now, actually. Yeah. But yeah. I probably still have a box somewhere that has old fucking... VHS tapes with hours of Headbangers Ball on it. You totally, know? And, man. It was good shit, man. Yeah, but yeah, I, I used to do that, and I'd record it, and I'm like, you know, like like a dancing song or some mm-hmm. bullshit would come on. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's fucking cool. And I would just like rewind and rewind and, mm-hmm. and just learn the main riff, and then it's yeah. like, okay, where does it go from there? And sh- well, Oh, yeah. Some role that fucking happened. You know, you're like, what yeah. are you doing? You know what I mean? But yeah. then they right in the middle of the good fucking musician part, they cut to the stupid singer. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Fuck, man. Yeah. Well, what is he doing? Yeah. You know, like especially you know. those those Danzig videos too. It's like, oh, gotta gotta make sure oh, you yeah. get Glenn Danzig with his fucking hair blowing back. Oh, how, <laughs> how much time do you think was actually allocated for Danzig in his own video? Like, do you think there was like a clause? He's like, yeah, I have to have of the five minutes, I have to have four and a half minutes. Of right, my own right. <laughs> you know I think I, mean? I think there might even be a couple videos where it's just him. Oh yeah, you know for what sure. I'm saying? Yeah, it's like there might be like one shot of like the band like all fuzzy in the background or something. But it's like <laughs> all out. It's all look at me. <laughs> it, was, it was all it was was a picture of right before he was yelling at him. Right, right before he fired the bass player for no reason. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So you have a pretty healthy obsession with Misfits and the Danzig I see online all the time. Yeah. What, is I it? Mean, what was it about them that really caught you? Are you a big monster guy? Or are you a big fucking horror yeah. film guy? Yeah, because like I, like I said, you know, I, I started out with metal. And so mm-hmm. around the time I started learning drums, so about two, two years into learning drums when I got good enough to keep a beat mm-hmm. and shit, then I'm like, okay, well, I want to learn guitar. Mm-hmm. But I'm left-handed. So ah, uh, you are me too, actually. Yeah. Nice. Do but you I play right? No. Yeah, you play right though. Yeah. yeah. I but you know, and the reason was is, is cause it goes back to the uncles. They fucking bought me a right-handed bass, and they're like, oh, I was like, dude, I'm left-handed, and they're like, it. You don't know how to play anyway, dude. Like, <laughs> learn right-handed. He. They literally said, just learn right-handed. It's ten times cheaper for equipment, and it's gonna be a problem later in your life. You know what I mean? And yeah. I being in a band with a left-handed guitar player for years. And it was a fucking problem. I mean, it's three times more expensive for guitars. Yep. You can't yep. find them. Good luck yeah. finding a cool yeah. one. You know what I mean? It's like, so yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful that I ended up learning that way, you know? Yeah, but not, yes. Yeah. Well, see, when I, when I started playing drums, just naturally, when I, when I got my first drum set, I played, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the term open handed. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's yeah, how so, I play on a right-handed set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you hit the yeah. you hit the hi hat with your with your left hand, the snare with your right, mm-hmm. but you still set the rest of the of the drum set up like a like a right-handed kid, I guess, right, you know. Right. Yeah, and the only the only big difference I have is I I set my ride cymbal just up on a stand right next to my okay. hi hat. Yeah, so I yeah. can so I can I can play my I can play my hi hat and just kind of move over and there's my right. Actually, you're, or, that's a big step because I I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never used to thought, have it. Never in a million years thought to move my right over. It yeah. made my life a lot easier. <laughs> I used to I used to have it right in front of me. Yeah. For a long time, and then I would have just a crash on either side mm-hmm. of, of that, you know. Yeah. But it just you know I have a, I have a big like fucking twenty two inch ride symbol so it's like mm. it's too much and then it's like you accidentally hit it when you, if you're fucking getting into your fills and shit uh-huh. and it's like so so i just moved it over to the side there and put there like a go. little 16 inch fucking crash right Hell there yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. yeah but but yeah so so around that same time when you know it's like okay i'm or I, I felt i was good enough like i can at least keep a beat on a drum set right. and shit like you know and so i started teaching myself guitar Mm-hmm. And but around that same time, I found thrash metal, mm-hmm. and so this is like eighty seven, eighty eight, you know. So it was bands like SOD and Sacred Reich and oh, Slayer, yeah. of course, yeah. you know. And yeah. and and around that same time is when Metallica put out the the first uh, the Garage Days re regurgitated whatever the fuck it's called, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and. It only had like what five or six songs on it, but it had a couple misfit songs on it. Right. And I'm just like, oh, this is fucking cool. I like this shit. And you never really heard of the misfits before that? Like not not much no. to it at yeah, all. Yeah, like I I I heard the name. I heard the name before and like I said, you know, this is like eighty seven, eighty eight. So they were just right. they were kind of at that point, because it was before Danzig. Right. It was into Misfits, Danzig beginning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is like Sam Hain period, I guess, you know, right. for him. Right. And, and so I had heard the name, the misfits and probably seen the shit like in Thrasher magazine and shit. Cause yeah. I think they were like selling skateboards at that point. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I'm like, well, this is fuck cool. And it's like, Oh, this is the misfits. Okay. So I went and I, I found a copy of walk among us mm. and I was just fucking hooked. And then from there I, discovered sam hain and then like a like i said like a year after that is when danzig came out with his first album and i, and I was just hooked i'm just like yeah. this dude's fucking rad i oh, love yeah. everything this fucking guy does and yeah. yeah now how do you okay it's because obviously in punk rock you know the appeal of punk rock is that you can meet your heroes they're not much better than you you know right. what i mean they're just they're kids that figured it out like we did you know what i mean Danzig is a notorious prick. You know what I mean? So how do you, cause I do, I deal with this. I have, fr- and I dealt with a couple episodes. I have two of my best friends, oldest friends are Morrissey fucking freaks. And I hate the guy <laughs> just because of his whole entire being. But like, and I don't hate Danzig. I can accept Danzig's bad behavior for some reason. I can't accept Morrissey's, but how do you, like, how do you, can you easily separate it? Is it built into the ethos for you? Does it not bother you at all? Like, how does yeah. it? Work? I mean, I've, 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 I've met him a couple times and like, if you, if you meet him kind of outside of, of I'm supposed to be Danzig. Yeah. Then, then he's actually pretty fucking cool. 
I'm sure, like most yeah. people would be. You yeah. would assume, right? Yeah, but if you if you meet him at like a signing or or I even met him at, at Comic Con once and and he's he's still he's he's kinda has his, his Aunt Glenn Danzig front to him. Right. But but I'm even I'm even friends with I'm I'm friends with Steve Zing. Okay. You know, who he's he's currently in his band now. He, yeah. he and you know, he was in Sam Hay with that. I'm mm-hmm. friends with Yuri Vaughn and stuff, yeah. but and those guys are all cool as fuck. But yeah, but he's I I kind of separate it because it's like he you know, you you know like somebody like him, he kinda takes himself a little too seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and uh but But does he? That's what I want to know. Like, does he? Right, right. Is, is he in on it? Is he yeah. fucking in on it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, Morrissey takes himself serious. Like, oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's, I think that's yeah. a real deal. He really is a megalomaniac. Danzig, I don't know, dude. I don't, I think, you know, there's, there's like a, like a pastor that really believes his own bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. Compared to, like, some guy that's fucking selling it. You know, you're Joel Olsteins or whatever. Is he the Joel Olsteins <laughs> of Joel punk rock? Dude? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, is he... That's the weirdest comparison to dancing I've ever It just came into my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's fucking great. <laughs> but that's fucking what I wonder. Like, is, is, he, is, is he in on it? Like, does he know he is he? You know what I mean? Has it come yeah. to full fruition? You know what I mean? I, mean like, I don't know. Like, I hope, <laughs> I hope it does because I really like Danzig. I like the Misfits. I like all that shit. And but also, I'm able to separate, you know, the person from the music. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah. said it before. If we if we had to fucking ban every band that ended up getting fucking me too, we wouldn't be able to listen to music anymore. You know? What I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. There would there would never be a fucking Gigi Allen or a Mentors oh, yeah. or a fucking <laughs> yeah. Guar or any of those fucking yeah, bands, right? You know, but, right. but I do wonder. Like, is he in on it? He has to be kind of in on it, dude. You know? Well, he is. I've 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 talked to people that are kind of in his inner circle. You know, like I'm 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 friends with the guy that runs all of his uh, online stuff. Okay. And he's he's also his his personal photographer. Okay. And and he's told me flat out he goes, "Oh, he's he's super aware of all the memes and shit yeah. that go around about him, you know." Yeah, like and he goes, he had to have seen the Henry and Dan's Henry and Glenn comics and <laughs> Those are so I, I have one. Do you have yeah, one? I have one up here. Yeah. <laughs> Those are one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. But then you hear he's like pissed about it. You don't know. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah, to assume but, he's got a sense of humor about himself, dude. Yeah, I mean, if he was that pissed about it, he would have fucking sued that comic company and yeah. blah blah blah, and yeah, all, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but he probably he, he I'm, I'm sure he doesn't fucking like it. But but at the end of the day, it's just what are you going to do? Right. I mean, it's still people talking about him. I mean, this yeah. guy, fifty years almost, has been able to sell fucking records. You know yeah. what I mean? And if you're out there for public consumption, then you're out there to be criticized too. It's but part see, of the deal, yeah. But see, a lot of the people, though, especially with the whole dancing thing, is most of the people that make all those memes and shit about him, they do it because they love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically you know, and that's I can see that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm 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 kind of the same way with Kiss though too. You know, it's mm-hmm. like is is I love you know, like seventies Kiss is fucking cool. I love seventies yeah. Kiss. 
but they're just so fucking easy to bag on too. Oh, it's yeah, it's low hanging fruit, you know. Yeah, and and that and, and that's exactly what what Danzig is. He's fucking yeah. low hanging fruit. Yeah, and I I think he knows it. He doesn't like it because he would like to be taken more seriously as an artist or whatever. Yeah. So whatever you know, whatever makes you sleep at night, you know. But yeah, man. I mean, you know, anyone <laughs> who anyone who's figured out to do exactly what they want, and that's why. You know, I talk to people like us that, you know, figured out how to do exactly what they want to do, balancing life and work and their fucking history and punk rock. You know, like I, anyone that can figure that out, dude, and make a successful fucking living. I mean, look at the Misfits and their shows. Dude, the reunion yeah. shows are, I mean, they yeah. have to be making no less than $100,000 a fucking show. Oh, you know, and e- especially easily. 40 plus years after your fucking career, you know, like, right. hey, congrats to you, buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not even talking about the fucking merch. I mean, oh, the, Mis- yeah. the Misfits are probably one of maybe three or four bands ever who have probably sold more T-shirts than albums. You know what I'm saying? You're it's probably like, right. Dude. Yeah, it's yeah. like probably like like them, the Ramones and the Misfits, you know, and maybe yeah. Nirvana at this point. Maybe you know? fucking the Rolling Stones, dude. Yeah, with like, the tongue. Yeah, you, you're logo. probably yeah. right, dude. I didn't even think yeah. about the merchandising. It's... Because, yeah. you know, the way they license that shit is fucking everywhere. It's on every single thing. You can, you can wipe your ass with fucking Danzig Misfits toilet paper. <laughs> right, you know exactly. I mean? like, right. They made, it's like the Hello Kitty of fucking punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the big joke, too, is like Jerry only is the fucking Gene Simmons of punk rock, you know? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, isn't far off, but... Yeah, that's, right. I mean, it's just a trip, man. But I, I always see that, you know, you're always posting Danzig Misfits shit online, you know. And, you know, what yeah. really like, started me, you know, your, your meme game is strong, brother. I mean, <laughs> on fucking Facebook, it's, uh, you're cracking me up all the time. I steal so many of them from you. I just want to apologize in advance. I steal heavy. them all to you. Right. Well, I mean, no one's, no one's making them up, but right. a lot of those end up on the Get Heavy page. So you look on the Get Heavy page stories, fucking... I'd say a quarter of them are from you, bro. You know what I mean? They're just, they're just good. The meme game's strong, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, um, have you always, I mean, I know you work a normal job. You got teenagers, right? What do you do for, you work for like, what, Pepsi or something? A beverage company? What do you work for? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Yes, I work for uh, the the soda company that rhymes with Mepsi. You mean <laughs> not this one? Not that one. I used to, though. I worked there for about for about four years. And I've I've been with the other guys for about fifteen. <laughs> switch sides, huh? I wish I switched sides. Yeah. Now is it a personal thing or is it? I mean, are you a are you a <laughs> Pepsi guy or are you a Coke guy? No, uh, honestly, I don't want to get I, you fired, dude. I don't want the Pepsi lords to come nah, in. No, when I on you. when I drink soda, honestly, I I drink fucking uh, root beer. I drink A and W or there like, you go or owned uh, by Pepsi IBC. No, um, Seven uh, Up. Damn. Actually. Seven up. Seven up. Yeah. The fucking nin- <laughs> the ninjas of the soda game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that'll probably that'll probably be my next one, you know, after after Pepsi. I'll just be like yeah. just kinda go down the line. I'll probably end up <laughs> yeah. end up end up with at like Jones soda after the <laughs> Now is it is it is it unionized work? Is it what is it? Or you're like you're not a teamster or nothing, right? It's not the part of a No, only uh only only the drivers. Okay. And the people in the warehouse got it. Our so our union. So I do I do merchandising. Like basically, on just a normal day, I go into these stores, and you know the drivers drop off the load, and oh, I have okay. to 
I have to fill the shelves and the coolers and then put the rest of that shit away in the back oh, room. Okay. But then, you know, like when like Super Bowl and all that bullshit comes around, then I'm the guy that builds those the those big yeah, big displays with the football or the NFL logo right. and or like for Halloween it's a pumpkin or some bullshit. Right, right. right. But yeah, here's so the important I'm, question. So what beer companies do you get to fucking support any of them did it have anything yeah. to do with beer or none no Nothing. we don't have Damn, we don't bro. we don't have yeah we don't have anything alcoholic you're in the wrong business yeah i know i know yeah. they have like we have we have mixers you know we have like schweppes and shit but yeah <laughs> schweppes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, hey you want to get real shitty on your whole family right. yeah but i do support uh i do support all of, all of my friends that you know there you go <laughs> guy. Coors yeah guy. Yeah, Josh Josh Stamps is going to talk shit when he sees my Coors Light can. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, yeah. What is he a bud guy? Get out of here! Oh no, he's a he's a he's a Pinky's Out beer kind of guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. IPA. Yeah he he works at a brewery. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, yeah. But, you know, there's something to be said, man. For you know, when I go camping, when I'm outdoors, you know, I'll drink some IPAs, but. You know, if you're going for longevity, if you're going for stamina, for fucking, it's Coors all day for me, dude. That's camping beer. That's fucking, because you yeah. drink six IPAs and you're like, that's another thing. You, know, <laughs> you, can't fucking, like, you just can't sustain a life like that. You know what right. I mean? So, yeah, no, I can still function off after yeah. fucking six Coors Lights. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 12. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. 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 That's a trip, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Every now and then I like my fucking fancy beers, you know, everybody does, you know. But, yeah. but it's not it's not an everyday thing you know it's so it's like yeah if, if i'm just shooting the shit with somebody i want to you know just like when i was in high school i drink my cheap shitty fucking beer and drink right. a 12 pack and we'll talk about fucking 70s judas priest or some bullshit Ooh, right rock and roller dude what about fuck yeah roller, dude bro got that's that, my got, favorite priest album i got that shit up here dude mm-hmm. i got all the 70s shit right there up there go. behind me yeah it's something to be said for the third album of a band I think it's third, right? Rock and Roll is third, maybe fourth. No, Rock and Rock and Roll is the first one. That's their first record. No, yep. yeah, it was is that. It really? uh, uh, Sad Wings of Destiny was their second. Okay. Yeah, Fuck, and I, was, I was wrong then. Okay. Yeah, it was um, Rock and Roll, Sad Wings of Destiny, Sin After Sin, and Stained Class. Okay, Rock and Roll is my favorite, dude. Yeah, Rock and yeah. Roll is fucking badass, dude. I spent a lot of time in that '70s world. You know what I mean? Getting your in your Sabbaths and your fucking, you know, all the old underground fucking shit that no one ever heard of. Groundhogs, you know, they're getting into the '60s and stuff like that. But right, um, all that psychedelic shit, all that prog rock stuff. I, I used, I mean, I just my whole life was consumed with that shit for so long. You know. And, <laughs> As you get older and you have kids and all you end up listening to is shit on YouTube from them, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, <laughs> man, you just get, you know, you just get beat down. And now I literally can tolerate almost anything. You know? Yeah, my daughter, yeah. my I, I have a 15-year-old daughter. And oh, you do? Yeah, she's, she's like, super into K-pop and shit right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's like, her shit. Yeah. But she'll just come out and surprise me with shit, like, like uh like a month or two ago she she just randomly texted me one night and she goes dad have you ever heard this old billy joel song from the 70s and she like sent me the youtube link to the song zanzibar i'm like (laughs) 
How the oh, f- do I? Yeah, yeah. I might, I, but I might. I'm like, how the fuck would you even I'm know this? Like, so random, dude. Yeah, like I, I've never played it for. I've never. You know, it's right. like, how the fuck would you even know yeah. this? You well, know? did you see me drunk at the bar doing karaoke? Is that <laughs> something? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. The kids are crazy. Dude. I got a 13 year old daughter, and I mean, oh boy, she's you know starting to put us through our paces right now. You know, it's, oh, yeah. I'm sure it's not going to get any better, but. You know, she's she's pretty hip kid. She, you know, she listens to now now like she's listening to Bikini Kill, all this like Riot Girl shit, which is pretty cool. And normally it's like she just liked what she liked, and but like yeah. she'll you know it was a lot of fucking those uh, YouTube game songs. You know, it's like they'll do songs about Five Nights <laughs> at Freddy and all, and you're like, fuck, dude. And yeah. it, used to, it used to just bum me out, but when I said I've had this conversation a bunch of times, but when you start looking at the downloads and the fucking views on some of those songs, you're like, oh, it has 2 billion views. Right. A song about a fucking random video game. Yeah. Has more I... fucking, more <laughs> views than any Rolling Stones song in history. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's fucking crazy. And then you have to start kind of taking it for what it is, because it's like, well, obviously we're old, dude. Genre's yeah. dead. Yeah. You know and what I, I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like I'm like excited because like a robot uprising video has like maybe like 120 fucking <laughs> likes. You know? I'm like, know. yeah, fuck yeah, Whoa, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then a kid takes a shit on fucking <laughs> on a fucking laptop and it gets a fucking billion views, and you're like, okay, right. well, right. obviously this isn't my world anymore. You know what I mean? Yep. I guess but all yeah. those tours in that van didn't mean anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know right. I mean? right. Like, like, goddamn, man. But but she, you know, she trips me out though because like she'll, you know, like I I saw her going through her Spotify on her phone one day and and she's got shit in there, you know, she's got like misfits and fear and mm. and shit like that. But then she has like this like total you know K-pop shit I've never even heard of and right. and I'm like, hey, fucking it's just such a trip. You go. Remember how when we, you know, I, I'm a little younger than you, but when we were growing up you weren't allowed to do that, dude. Like, you weren't allowed to fucking like Justin Timberlake and also fucking the Misfits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't... It was not allowed, dude. Like, these gatekeeper, these walls that were up. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just such a trip now because my daughter will sit here and she'll tell me about something, you know, like some band that I've fucking been listening to for 20 years and then Mm. immediately goes to something else. and, And it's just like the kids are so much more open yeah, everything now. You know what I mean, and you just don't even. It it it's not even a fucking concern. You know what I mean. It's like yeah. whereas before is like, you know, you were terrified that you were going to be called out as a poser. You know what I mean? Like if well, you didn't know your shit and you weren't the most staunch fucking believer <laughs> right. in the genre of music, right. you know. But in the same token, though, like like for us growing up, you know, like in the nineties and shit, like mm-hmm. like we had we had to literally seek things out, right. You know, like uh, there would be a friend of a friend of a friend that had a third generation copy of, you know, I don't know, like the fucking Screamers album or some Screamers because they didn't really have an album, I guess, you know, but uh, or like shit like that, where it's just like you had to seek it out. But now everything's a fucking click away. It is. It's true. So I I think maybe that is a big part of why it's opened up everyone's world you know yeah. I mean, into whatever you know yeah because like i said like like my daughter if i if i 
look up her Spotify playlists and shit. Like, I mean, she's, like I said, you know, she's got like Metallica and, and Nirvana and Misfits and mm-hmm. Fear even. Like that kind of surprised me. She has Fear on there. I mean, fuck, all right. Yeah. Okay. You know, but, but, but in the same token, she has like a lot of like super poppy stuff right. that's yeah. popular now too. And cause that's just, you know, she's 15. So, and, yeah. but she just absorbs all of it. Right. And it, there, there aren't, I guess there, there aren't those walls for them anymore. No, dude. You know, no. there isn't like, like I'm, I'm the punkest of rock. You know, if you didn't, right. if you didn't get personally punched in the fucking head by Henry Rollins in 1983, <laughs> then you're not punk rock. Right. Like there's right. like, there's like none of that bullshit yeah. anymore. Yeah, if you didn't have a heroin addiction from 84 to 89, <laughs> you're not fucking a true believer. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thanks. Sorry, dude. Yeah, so I think there's 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 just there's just none of that anymore. It's just it's just you know, oh, if it's good to my ears, it's good to my ears. Yeah, and that's what I. It took me fucking thirty eight years to learn. <laughs> you know I, mean? I hear you. Or you know, I would reject shit on principle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and now and it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's a good song, dude. It's a fucking good yeah. song. I can't believe I didn't listen to it for thirty years. Right. You know, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm still set in my ways in in a lot of ways, but. I even kind of surprise myself at some of the shit that I'm into now. Like I can, you know, it, like going back to what you were saying, it's like, you know, I grew up, like my parents would play shit like Fleetwood Mac and, oh, yeah. and, and shit like that growing up. And so I've always been aware of it and I guess I've always liked it. Yeah. You know, but as a 45 year old man now, I can, I can, you can freely really admit it's rumors. like, yeah, it's like, I like Fleetwood Matt rumors. And if you don't, then, you know, fuck off. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, it's just not, as you get older, man, your, your, uh, uh, tolerance for any bullshit or anything, anyone else, honestly, that your tolerance for anyone else's opinion just goes fucking yeah. starts getting down and that's why we're in the position we're in you know what I mean? cuz right. old people are fucking ignorant and they don't give a fuck you know what I mean? like, <laughs> right it's i mean we're right there we're we're basically the future trump supporters you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that I don't know. well you know I'm just, in theory <laughs> you know just like you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about you know right I, mean? I have to actively like talk myself down from that shit a lot of time you know what i mean and yeah. Like, oh God, just remember, like, this isn't your world anymore, dude. Yep. You know what I mean? It's their world at this point. You've done all the damage you could do for your generation. Now it's on them to fix it, apparently. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. But so let let me ask you a question. Okay. So are are your kids like actually like into any of the stuff you do with any of the bands that you plan? Uh so what really opened it up was dad brains. Yeah, um, dad brains yeah. really because before you know in the wrath, it's like they had been they were young, they had never been like you know they had seen us once, but it's chaos watching the wrath you know back in the day. Right, right. Um, dad brains really is what opened it up. You know what I mean? And my boy has has an absolute interest in playing bass. He plays bass. He's going to be cool. doing band at Cabrillo. Um, you know, but they also you know my daughter is like incredibly artistic and you know, stubborn and bullheaded like I am, you know what I mean? And, and right. hyper-focused to, like, a degree where you're like, well, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to talk her down from whatever it is that she's going to do. Um, but as far as music goes, like, me and my wife, Rosie, met at Salzer's. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. We're both huge music fans. They've had music in their lives their whole 
entire lives. You know right. what I mean? Like we turn off the TVs and we want, we listen to music, you know, and, and, and at the point, it's at the point now where they get to all pick songs, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's, and cool. that's cool. It's really open everything yeah. up because it's not just me going, Oh, well, you guys got to hear this. You guys got to hear this. Or Rosie, you know, she's a fucking, uh, like a massive audiophile with, and I mean, she, she can make a playlist off of one theme. Again, she did it for years. It was like Love tonight's, tonight's Love theme that. is fucking breakups, and she'd make everyone at the record store pick their breakup songs or whatever. That's um, super cool. I love yeah, that. Yeah, she's always been very like. I mean, when it comes to soul, when it comes to R and B, when it comes to fucking old rock, whatever it is, yeah, you know, hip hop. She's big into hip hop. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, what's up, bud? No, bye. No, no. you already had one, didn't you? Okay, take one and get out of here. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> kids, dude. Podcast uh, in the house, you know what I mean? I hear you. I had to... Hi! Hi! Yeah. Oh, you got a dad brain shirt on Yeah, right? he's, he's been stealing all my... He steals all my old band shirts now, dude. So nice. Pretty cool. Um, but, uh, you know, it's cool, though, because when we do listen to music and the car rides, whatever, you know, they, everyone gets an opportunity to play their song, you know what I mean? Which is which is cool, and it's, it's a big, important part, you know? Um, there's been many, many times that I have to hold back on telling them that I'm actually fucking cool. And you know what I mean? <laughs> like the stuff I'm into <laughs> is cool. And they're like, yeah, dude, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm right. like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, I'm I'm actually fucking, I was cool. I was like a cool dude for a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah, but now it's just, you know. Um, but Dad Brains is what opened it up. Involving the kids, being putting them in the videos. Um, yeah. That stuff really did it. And it's only because it's a dad fucking kid band you know what i mean like um so that's what opened it up dude i mean before yeah. that they were too young they don't give a shit i think when they get a little older maybe they'll kind of see what it was you know but even in tongue like they don't might you know my newer band like they don't have any fucking interest in it at all yeah you know what i mean like they know it's me but i'm yelling so they hear me yell <laughs> them right. all day that like they want to hear it on a record. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. No, my daughter's kind of like that too. It's like, you know, like I've, and I've, 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 she's, she's seen me play a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. like I even took her, um, um, the big show that we played at, at Ventura theater. Mm-hmm. We, we opened for TSOL and flipper and all that shit. Right. Yeah. And so I, I took her to that. I got her on the list so that she can, be go backstage and kind of like you know hey this is what dad does type thing you know and and she was she was kind of cool with it i think she was just kind of more stoked that she was backstage at the ventura theater right i guess right right. you know but but kind of all in all like i'll tell her about like uh you're like oh hey you know dad gets to go record at fucking dave Grohl's studio or some bullshit right Right. she doesn't give up she doesn't give up no she's like yeah, okay, dad, you're cool. Okay, boomer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're a fucking dork, dad, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know, though. I mean, it is important, I think, to, you know, for our kids to, you know, obviously you work a job, you have to pay rent, you pay the bills, you raise these kids, you do what you got to do. You know, if you're lucky enough to make that your living, fucking congratulations. Right. For not, It's not going to be for most of us. You know, but I think it's so important for your kids to be able to see you have passion in something. You know what I mean? That's because you, I mean, you see a lot of parents, I mean, how many parents do you see that just their whole life is their work and fighting with their kids? You know what I mean? And it's like, God, man, like, 
you know, and, and uh, I I have the tendency where I can let my 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 shit fucking take over. You know what I mean? Whether it's being in four bands, it's being fucking doing this podcast. You know, it's like right. that time it does get sucked away. You know, um, but I think it's so important. I think our you know, I'm I'm saying this in hopes that our <laughs> kids look back on on our lives and think like, fuck, man, at least they got to do some cool shit that they wanted to do. Yeah. And I always, I always convey that to her too. You know, I said, I said, this is, I said, this is what dad, cause she, she likes to draw. She's actually a really good artist. Right. Right. And, and I tell her, I said, I said, it doesn't matter if you ever make a dime off of it. Yeah. I said, I said, none of that matters. I said, we don't have a fucking guitar shaped swimming pool, right? Like no. Lars, Lars Ulrich's not fucking hanging out poolside, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah for fucking, sure. right. So, so I told her, I said, I said, it's just something you have to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I told her, I said, I said, music's my art. It, and that's right. just something I just, I just have to do. It's just, yeah, it's, man. it's, it, it's, it's my hobby, but it's my passion and it's my, mm. you know, but but at the end of the day, of course, yeah, I'm still dad and I'm still whatever, right? Yeah. But but I told her that. But I said, but I said, but if it's your passion, don't let anything stop you from that. Don't you know? If you ever think to yourself, you know, well, I'm not going to make any money off of it. You know, I told her. I said, you know, Vincent Van Gogh never made a dime no. in his life in his lifetime. None of his right. shirts sold until after he died. You know, right. really. of course, yeah. And and I told her. I said, but he had the passion and he just, he had to paint and he had, yeah, to do this, he was you know? possessed with it, possessed with passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it just, you have to, to, you have to develop that. You know what I mean? Like, and it has to be worked on and it can't be, there's no shortcuts. You know what I mean? To learn a skill, to learn any of that shit, you have to put the time in, you know what I mean? Like, and I do struggle with that with my own kids cause they want instant, they, if it's hard the first time, you know, my boy tends to want to quit, you know, yeah. and it's like, dude, I'm trying to really, I mean, I'm just beating it out of him, you know, physically and emotionally. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, you really want to like, you got to like, you know, my boy's trying to learn how to ollie right now. And I'm like, it's going to be, you need to do it a thousand times. And he's like, yep. ha ha ha. And I'm all oh, fucking serious. dude. Yeah. A thousand. And he might, yeah. And he and, might and, not still be good at yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're, yeah. You're, you're going to fall. You're going to eat some shit. Mm-hmm. You might scrape up your fucking elbow, yeah. but you get right yeah, back up and you go, all right, well, I don't want to scrape my elbow anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm going to really commit on this one. You know yeah. what I mean? It's because yeah. most of that failure is, is I found that most of my failures in life are for me half-assing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, every time, like it's every time I failed miserably, it's because I didn't put everything into it, whether it was skateboarding trying to fucking fly down an eight stair, whether it was being in a band, trying to, you know, I never tried to make it, you know what I mean? But being in a band and making that decision that it was either going to be all or nothing, you know what I mean? And I had to eventually roll it back because I realized I couldn't give it my all. You know what I mean? I could not fucking sacrifice my family for this thing that I like to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that, that every time I've ever failed is because of fear of not commitment not doing it. You know what I mean? And so that's what I, I always try to get my kids to understand that like most of fucking trying is failing like 90% of it. You know, like when you see these skate videos and you see this killer vignette of like, you know, all these incredible tricks, 
Yeah. And how many really times did it take? What you really want to watch is the bail section. Then yep. see if you really <laughs> want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You watch this guy hit his head 16 times on the fucking ground. Yeah. That's skateboarding, dude. That's fucking playing yep. music. That's, you know what I mean? Yep. That's everything you want to follow. That's, that's doing a drawing of 700 times and hating every one of them. You know what I mean? Until, right. Until you're like, yeah, you know, fine. Yeah. Enough. And then that one time you're just like, mm. fucking yeah. frame yeah. it, you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's hard, man. I mean, the fatherhood thing is just, just, you know, but I think it's just cool that we get to be able to, and I think that's the benefit of, you know, punk rock. It's the benefit of fucking knowing what trying is, knowing what following your passion is. I think it's a huge benefit of that, you know, and I, I just don't think a lot of people get to experience it, you know? Right, and if you can even put fucking twenty five percent of that thought into your kids, you hope that they're going to figure it out. You know, yeah, and that's you know, and 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 saying that too, you know, especially with our local punk rock community here, yeah, it's it's just such an open, just warm, just everybody's buddies, you know, right, yeah, and and you know, like a. For instance, if we go and we play like at a bowling alley or something somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And it's all ages, so yeah, bring the kids and totally make and it every thing. yeah, and and it's just everybody's open, everybody's hanging out. Like my kids are hanging out with so and so's kids, and vice mm-hmm. versa, and you know, like you do know, you feel like that's unique to Ventura and Oxnard, or do you feel like it's like that ever? Because I feel like it's super unique to this town. I don't know. But, you know, I, I didn't grow up. I grew up, you know, in the desert, you know. But right. I moved here when I was 10, you know. So, yeah. but I, same thing with us. Every fucking party is 20 kids, no matter, you know what I mean? Like, no matter right. what, you know. But I feel like it's so unique to Ventura because it is, it's not L.A. It's not fucking San Francisco. You know what I mean? It's not these scenes that are. Yeah, we're far enough. Maybe we're just small enough to be tight. I don't know what it is. What do you think it is? I think I think it's a lot of that, you know. I think you know we're we're what an, an hour outside of L.A., and so I think you know with with that, like you still there's that L.A. allure, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we don't have all that weird superficialness, right? Right. If that's even a fucking. I word. feel like, <laughs> but, yeah. No. But I, I but, feel like it really kooks, and I, I'm saying kooks. Kooks get weeded, weeded out fast. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you come in this town with some LA fucking bullshit hangups, yeah, you're, we're just you're like, gonna get right. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, like know. get the fuck out. Yeah. Dude. I mean, you might right. last a while, but you better adapt real quick and drop that shit. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, because nobody, you know, no nobody's for it. Yeah, nobody's nobody's walking around this town with their fucking balls in a wheelbarrow. You know. Right. Yeah. Like, like, fucking, look what I got. Oh, fucking, no. Yeah. Like, nobody's, nobody's like that here. We're just like, we're, we're just mellow. And, yeah. and I, and I think maybe a lot of that maybe just kind of has to do with the beach town mentality of it. Yeah. Where it's more just, just laid back and we have, well, except for tonight where it's all gray, but yeah. usually we have, you know, pretty bitching weather and, right. And yeah. And, and so it's just, a more just kind of laid back attitude. And at the same time, like we're all connected too. like, we all know each other in some way, you know, like, like, like you and I, you and I, for instance, you know, like we haven't really hung out and fucking talked. King, uh, take the dog out, please. And go with you and go. Sorry. I love you, man. I did. It's very cool. I'll check it out later. 
Um, anyway, dogs, kids. Um, but yeah, <laughs> right. I, uh, you were saying, uh, I'm sorry, you were saying. Oh yeah. You know, but we're, we're all connected. Like mm-hmm. all of us in the, and, and even in, and in, in saying that, that even goes beyond punk rock even really. I mean, like, you know, uh, like you're, you're in a band with Bill Benson now and, right. yeah. and he's, he's been in tons of metal bands and shit too. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but, but, but we're all connected. We, we all, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, like I was saying, like you and I, you know, we haven't really sat down and shot the shit, but we've probably known each other 20 years. Oh, I know. Yeah. And a hundred different versions of right. ourselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a trip, dude. And, I did want to ask how how terrible is it being Bill's neighbor? I mean, it's got to be a fucking. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. saw him. He 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 drove past me earlier. I I went and stopped at the store to get some beer, and he drove past me earlier, and we just flipped each other off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what a what yeah. a he's a beautiful asset, man. I love. Him. I love Bill, man. Yeah. He's such a fucking great dude. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him come in a an Eddie costume on the other podcast that you did. Oh, him and him and his son. Yeah, <laughs> so silly, that was man. great. I know. I should have. I should have texted him. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm doing a thing with Craig tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, it's a trip, dude. I mean, it's. I, I just think it. I feel like it's so uniquely Ventura. Maybe there's other communities that are like the same, but you're not going to find that in L.A. You're not going to find it in San. You know, San Francisco. You're not going to find it fucking anywhere i feel like you know what i mean just right. camaraderie and everyone's cool i mean i i can't i can't remember a show where there was an actual real problem you yeah. know what i mean like like a real yeah. problem where you're like like you know where it's like some outside force comes in you know it wasn't like the 90s like the 90s was yeah. a wild fucking time in Ventura because there was these sects of people and Right. Fucking, you know, you got these skinhead sex and all these people that are fucking yeah. bombing on shows. It just has not been like that in 20 years, dude. And right. There's a little outlier of these things, but it's, I can't think of one time where if there was a problem, it wasn't immediately handled internally and that fucking exactly. thing was thrown out and there was no other thing of it. it. Didn't turn into a knife fight in a parking lot or a gun shootout or, yeah. you know what I mean? It just seems so uniquely Ventura. I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah, I mean, there are, there are some people around here that, you know, of course, kind of have their drama and, and bring their drama just everywhere they go. That's just, that's just how they live. It's like, it's like those types of people like, okay. For instance, like I was, I was watching your, uh, your interview with Bobby Wilcox before mm. this. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah I, he was I, a problem. <laughs> I, I fucking love Bobby. Yeah. I, <laughs> I fucking yeah. love Bobby Wilcox. But, uh, but I was, you know, and he was telling the whole flamethrower story mm-hmm. and, and fucking, you're know, spitting the fire at the guy. And yeah. Shit. And, uh, but, but he, he touched on something in his interview about like, you know, people in this town that are just kind of drama, but in the same sense where you can just kind of read people like a book. Oh yeah. You know, and I've, I've always liked to think that I've been pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. And when, when you just know, you know, when you just catch a vibe, like the second somebody walks into a room, like there's just, it's like a fucking dust devil, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's just everything about their entire just presence. Yeah. 
is just fucking drama. Like, like they're on the phone screaming at somebody while they're looking for something, and they're yeah. fucking like, there's <laughs> yeah, a thousand fucking things going on, oh, right? I and know. you're just like, worst, and you just fucking roll your eyes at these people, and you're just like, and they're and they're yeah. like probably even well into their thirties at this point. And yeah, shit. And man. You're just like, you're like, are you ever going to grow out of you know like? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we've 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 been at a junior high for quite some time. You yeah, know? I mean, and, you know what? <laughs> I, and I got to remember too that that's some people's best time in their life, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like and, and for me high school was not bad. It wasn't you know, I, I didn't get picked on. I was not pop I wasn't the popular guy, but I was right. okay with everyone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there wasn't anyone I had problems with. But you do remember I do remember that you meet some people now years later that they talk about high school like it was the best thing that ever happened in their life, and you go, "Wow, how fucking sad, dude!" Yeah, they just you know peaked I mean? out like, at seventeen, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's like, you know, I grew up in a lot of trauma, a lot of chaos, a lot of fucking, mm. you know, all that stuff that I just took as this is life, you know, what I mean." And years later, it's, you know, I realized, you know, the things I put on my kids that are like absolutely trauma based, you know, what I mean, like my hangups and all my shit, but. You know, you just you you think about it. And I have family members that you know are still in this in this whole lifestyle too. But um, you know, hopefully, you know they they all seem to be pulling out of it pretty good now. But right. you know, just years of of shit of abuse of fucking all these things, and uh, you know, and you just wonder like, what does it take to fucking just be done with that shit? You know, like how do you change the person you are? You know what I mean? And I right. think I think back a lot of the times the fact that like you're people don't realize that you're allowed to change. Like you're allowed to recreate yourself. Yeah. You're allowed it's, to fucking try harder. Right. You know right. I mean? like, it's okay. If you like Fleetwood Mac, it's okay. <laughs> you know? For sure, man. Like, right. Yeah. That but one, yeah. that one football, that one touchdown you got and fucking the Cougars Buena game in 2001 <laughs> is not uh, the best thing that you've ever done. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, no, and and that's 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 probably, and I don't know if it's me being maybe an outsider to actually living in Ventura because I've I, I've only lived in Ventura since I want to say two thousand three. Oh, okay. You know, because like I said, I, I I grew up in Camrio, but I like I went you know in my early twenties. I lived down in Burbank for a while, and oh, okay, kind of kind of moved all over, and, right, right, and shit, but um. But I've I've been here in Ventura since 2003. But it, it is kind of one thing I've noticed is a lot of people in this town. It's like they've I don't know. I might feel like I'm talking some shit, but whatever. Do it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Do it. Right? Yeah, I mean, but who's listening? But a lot of <laughs> but a lot of the a lot of them. It's almost to the point where maybe some of them have too much dirt on each other. Like, like they've Ooh. known each other. They've all known each other since the right. first day of kindergarten. It's like, it's like, and they're all like 38 now. It's like, oh, but I remember when she pissed her pants in kindergarten or some bullshit, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, well, what is that though? That's you. That's your insecurity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, that's a weird one to bring up because it's like, if you if you haven't allowed yourself to be a real piece of shit and then figure out how to not be a piece of shit, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, right. If you're gonna if you're gonna be the person that's gonna throw that shit back in someone's face, 
Like that's you. That's all you, man. That's your insecurity talking. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, right. but, but maybe it's but, me just not wanting to uh, be called out on my bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and it could it could be me too. I could yeah. I I could be looking at that as the super judgy whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You know, I haven't. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fucking therapist. I don't. You know, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I am. Um, yeah, I but I'm a doctor. Yes. <laughs> But but that's that's just kind of one one thing I've noticed, you know, and maybe and maybe that's kind of the bad side to the small town mentality. Right, everyone here. knows each other too well, a little too well. I could see that, yeah. Which also falls in line with you know the well, there's some people that have peaked at 17 years old, right? Yeah, and that's all they're ever going to fucking be mentally, and you know, so and so they're just going to. It's just going to be this circle of bullshit their whole fucking lives. Right. Yeah. Until, I mean, and, until they either figure it out or don't. Yeah. Know? And I, I and, mean, I had to actively try not to do be that. You know what I mean? Like, and I still yeah. try every day. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't, you know, for years I was the guy with a fucking huge beard. You know what I mean? And at one point I just <laughs> right. decided like, dude, who, who am, you know, like, am I this guy? Am I really this guy? You know what I mean? So I shave it down. I fucking then you can't stare at yourself for a while. And then you, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, or fucking, you know, take a psychedelic trip and see, you know, see what, <laughs> you know, where are you? You know what I mean? Like right. if you're not actively checking in with yourself at this point, especially in this culture of mental, you know, uh, you know, the, Oh, I think it's like, <laughs> it's gone too far. Like mental health, like it's too far. Like we need, we understand people are fucking struggling. Stop it. So, you know, we, I think the awareness is out there at this point. How, how, why doesn't everyone just shut the fuck up now and like right. work on themselves? Like right. instead of just saying like, well, oh, well, all my trauma and this and that. It's like, yeah, dude, I get it. Like I, uh, my trauma is not even close to as bad as yours. It's right. not a goddamn competition. So the why don't you try side, to be a fucking decent human for a while? Right. You know what I mean? Instead of blaming everything that happened on your trauma, you know, on this right. fucking absolute, uh, goal to, express to everyone how much craziness you've gone through in your life you know right and i think i think the flip side of that though too is is um i wouldn't say so much mental health facilities but well maybe i guess in some cases but but seeking out so maybe someone does have a fucking problem and they need to address it. They need to find a psychiatrist or whatever. It's so fucking hard nowadays to, to get that kind of help. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that, and that's kind of the flip side of the coin of that, you know, cause I, I remember growing up, I grew up in the shadow of the Camrio state hospital. Right, yeah, the scary dairy, right? My my very first fucking job when I was 16 years old, I washed dishes in the main kitchen at the fucking state hospital. While it was operating? Yeah. Ooh, let's hear about that. Oh, before, <laughs> yeah. oh, it was, it, it, it didn't last too long. It it started out as a uh, community service thing. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> I was one of those kids. But, uh... Old Cromlin old got in some trouble, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but... Yeah, no, it, it started out as a community service thing when I was 16, mm-hmm. but I strangely liked it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. These are my shit. people, dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I'm home. Fuck. I, heard they, I heard they did shows there. I heard Fear. Rumor, 
Beer played a show there, right? Is that true? At a straight up mental hospital. I fucking I I met Lee Ving years and years ago. This band I played drums in in the nineties. We opened up for them at Ventura Theater. The and Fang my, Boy. Was right? it Fang Boy? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. was another band okay. I was in. Um, but uh, we we opened up for Fear at the theater. This is late nineties, mm-hmm. you know, like ninety seven, ninety eight, and uh. So my whole goal for the night was, I'm going to have a beer of fear. Mm, you know, like just like the song. Yeah, I want to have yeah. a beer with fear. So um, my guitar player and I, we went up to the bar and I I ordered two beers. And we march up to Leaving's dressing room. I knock on the door and I give him my whole fucking, I was like 21, like minutes past fucking 21, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, dude. I'm sure you probably get this all the time, but you know, I, I, I'm a huge fan. I just want to say I had a beer with fear. And so I start to hand him the beer and he, he looks at me, he goes, brother, I haven't had a drop in 17 years. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Womp, womp. So I fucking, Yo, can I just chug it in front of you? <laughs> yeah. So I, so I hand that, I hand that, yeah. that, that extra beer over, over to Danny, my guitar player. Uh-huh. And he goes, and as I'm doing that, leaving, he has his, his, his leaving vest on, right? Uh-huh. And he yeah. fucking reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a big fat fucking joint. He goes, but I still smoke a ton of weed. And I don't, I don't really smoke pot. Like it's just yeah. kind of never been my thing, but I'm just like, well, uh, I guess yeah. I'm going to fucking smoke pot. With like if you pulled out a bag of heroin, you probably would have. <laughs> right. I'm just like, Oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm shooting up. With leaving. I guess I'm a junkie now. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so we hung out with him and we were asking him stories and about like, Hey, did you, is that song Camarillo? Is it like about the state hospital and shit? And, and he told us the whole story about how they played a show there and all that shit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's amazing, man. I mean, my wife went to college here and, uh, you know, we would sneak around at night and go down and fucking go into the children's wards. What a trippy. I mean, for those of you who've never been or heard about it, I mean, basically, I mean, it is the rumor that Hotel California is about that song, right? I mean, right. or about that place. You know, it was a massive, uh, you know, a crazy asylum, essentially. And they I think it massive... opened up at, like in the 30s or something. Right. Yeah, they had, yeah. They had a huge children's ward of all the kids that were born from the patients. You know, if you went down into the basements, my wife said that there was as much above uh, below ground as there was above. You know what I mean? And, like, they found the autopsy rooms and the fucking all kinds of shit in the morgues and just some wild shit over there, man. You know, oh. was, you know, but when they closed that shit down, you know what I mean? It was, it, you know, it changed the world, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's trippy because, I mean, there's there's kids from all over the world that go there now. Yeah. You know? And they, I mean, I'm sure they know the rumors, but I don't know how much of it is built out. I don't know how much of it's gone. You know what I mean? I mean, like, in there, oh, a lot, like most most of the main buildings are still there. Really, they've they've just kind of built on like around yeah. the main buildings too. Right. But some of some of the main buildings are just kind of just offices and shit. And, right? Can you imagine that? I mean, are you a ghost guy? Do you believe in spirits? <laughs> are you are you a? I was going to ask. Are you an aliens guy? Are you a well, ghost guy? Are you super superstitious? Or what's the deal? So, I I grew up very unique. Okay. So my uh my my mother was a fairly well known psychic medium. What? 
Yeah, so she she's been on TV and books and really? shit. Yeah, so so that was her whole deal. So growing up, like we used to have it was like the first Friday of every month, I think it was, uh-huh. where she would have like a big party at at our house and invite all of her psychic friends and and other people but there were like celebrities that would show up too like um uh i don't know if you remember rod roddy from the price is right i mean he was vaguely yeah yeah he was he was he was the announcer guy he, he was like a kind of right. kind of fat guy yeah yeah, with a, yeah and he's like you know so and so come on down yeah you know? exactly yeah he was that guy so he used to fucking show up all the time Whoa. um uh zelda rubenstein who played the psychic in the Poltergeist movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she be- she that, became... That chick's in your house? She she became <laughs> friends with my mom. No yeah. Way, and she used to fucking show up. Oh, no. Yeah. So we had all these fucking people, like, really? once a month. Like, my parents would have this party. But it would always... So she always kind of wanted us to just hang out in our bedrooms and like yeah disappear way yeah. right yeah. you know but we'd always fucking sneak out and oh, yeah. going on, you know because they would always end every night you know every little party they would end it with a seance at our oh, fucking dining room table like where we have like thanksgiving dinner and shit dude, you know <laughs> oh yeah so whoa okay yeah, but but as I'm I, so as glad I... I asked you this question <laughs> oh my god i'm so glad yeah it's a little it's it's a, a a little known Cromlin fact. There but, you go. But, That's but, what we're yeah. talking about over here, dude. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Honestly, I don't really talk about it that often. But yeah, but my my mom, she was a, you know, in in that world, like she's not, you know, fucking Sylvia Brown famous or anything. Right. But in that in that world, but she's she's been on TV and she's a household name and shit, right? You know. Okay, so you're they're doing seances. I mean, have you seen weird shit? What's going on? I've seen some shit. So when, you know, like I said, my, my brother and sister are a few years older than me. So they used to go with my mom on, because she would also do like paranormal investigations and shit. And so she would have like my brother and my sister, like, like be, be the camera person or something, some shit like that when she Mm -hmm. would go. And then when I got old enough, like maybe 14, 15, you know, she took me along a couple times too, and mm. I've I've seen some shit. So I have, but in saying that though, like I I have mixed feelings about all of it. Okay, is because because she used to like when she wasn't doing that stuff just for extra cash and stuff, she would do like like tarot card reading, sure, yeah, shit like that, yeah. right? And uh. So and 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 I would kind of watch, you know, like like well, I'm I'm getting a bowl of cereal, mom, but I would be like fucking kind of watching, you know. Yeah. And there's some of it I think's fucking bullshit. Right. Yeah. And and just kind of knowing how to read somebody mm-hmm. and their body language and right. stuff like that, and just and just being attuned to that. There's a whole art. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, cause they've had, they've had psychics like teach shit like that to people like in the FBI and stuff. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, they made where, a whole division off of it. You know yeah. I mean? Where, of where, stuff. where just teaching, teaching them how to read people's body language and shit mm-hmm. like that. So, so 
And 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 knowing that, I'm just like, okay, well, how much of this is bullshit? Was it impossible this... to lie to your mom? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> right. Like, right. Uh-uh. I don't think so, buddy. You're all fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, it kind of was. She's all, I can tell by the way you twitched your eye, you're lying, motherfucker. You're all little fuck. Yeah. Bully. She's all, not only that, I sent a spirit after you. Yeah. 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 But, but, you know, and there's some of it, like she would, she would go into the whole mumbo jumbo, you know, she was very new agey. You right. Know? And so she'd go into the whole mumbo jumbo about spirits and, and, and all this stuff. And my personal take, and, and some of it was even some of the bullshit she would spew, mm-hmm. whether she believed any of it or not. But, I personally believe that we all leave an energy behind. Okay. It's not like it's not yeah. like fucking ghosts like we see in movies. No, no, and I shit yeah. Like that, I'm a big believer know? in that. Like you can imprint your energy. Exactly. Yeah, you know. For sure. yeah. But but I think every single one of us, you know, even even your fucking cat, even a mouse that you fucking saw run across your fucking kitchen one time or mm-hmm. something, you know, we all leave an energy behind. Okay. Do you think know. it's accessible? Can you get it? Can you tap into that energy? Or do you believe that your mom has, like, had any amount of that power? Like, to really I, be able to read that? Like, because I'm a firm believer in intuition. I'm a firm believer in, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. that whole thing where you think about someone and they call. My mom's famous for shit like that. I've always called my mom a witch. Because she <laughs> fucking, I mean, you think about her too hard, she'll call you, dude. Like, right. she knows what you're doing before you do it. She's... I, you know, there's countless stories of her doing shit where you're like, how did you know that was going to happen, dude? You know, whether it was me and her trying to find my sister at a party in Ventura <laughs> to her saving her ex-boyfriend's life in a hotel from killing himself off of a yeah. whim. You know what I mean? Like, I believe there is that shit, but I, <laughs> and I was, yeah. a, I, I, I don't know if you know me from the past, but I was like a firm believer in Christianity from about, about 14 to 18. You know what I mean? And so I was dead set on spirituality and all this shit. But, you know, years later, you step away from me, you get some pussy, you fucking, it's like, little boy, yeah. you know. Um, well, but do you believe she had an actual ability to contact that energy? I honestly think that we all do. Okay. And it's just a means of learning how to tap into it the same way as you would learn how to play drums or guitar or, mm. or, or learn how to read people's body language, mm. like a fucking Dr. Seuss book. It's a learned you know? skill. You think? Yeah. Do yeah. you think there's people that are more in tune naturally? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I do. So maybe she was that type of person. Do you have a, did you have a dad? Yeah. What did he yeah. think? Was he so, like, this is bullshit. <laughs> no, nah, he was, he was, he was, a. Uh, he was he was he was all cool about it. Yeah. You no, know, he never he he never really expressed exactly how he felt about it. Because my dad, so my 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 dad and my and my uncle were first generation Americans. Okay. And from um, that's that that's a whole other story. Oh, so okay. <laughs> so yeah. my yeah my 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 grandparents on my dad's side they my grandmother she was born in Poland and she fled the Nazis Oh, okay. and met, met my grandfather in Wales and then they moved to America, whatever. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so my, my, my dad and my uncle are first generation Americans, but they were raised like they went to Catholic school from, you know, kindergarten to 
fucking you know senior year of high school, yeah, right? When you get here, they're like, "You're going to change your last name because we can't pronounce it," and also you believe in Jesus. You're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, know, yeah." Yes, I, I do. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So she, yeah. you know, like, like to to this day, I I don't even know if she was actually Jewish or not. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, but because she, when she married my grandfather, they she adopted his religion was, right. was Catholicism and yeah and so but I mean he had to flee Poland for a reason right yeah, in the late 30s I heard, yeah. I heard it was getting rough around there yeah yeah, yeah you know <laughs> so something going so, on I don't know I'm not sure what it was you know yeah so there's so there's probably some Jewish in my family there you know yeah and um, well podcast is over so that's good I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just free right. Palestine motherfucker oh right, right. <laughs> Right, but but yeah, but 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 anyway, but they they raised my my uh, my dad and my uncle, you know, old school, old, old world Catholic. Okay, right. So yeah. you know, be afraid of everything. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think there kind of might have been a little bit of that with my dad. Okay, like like he kind of didn't want to understand it. But I mean, he was okay with it enough to allow seances in the house. There's fucking yeah, now you got they, ghosts and ghouls running through the walls. I mean, what the fuck? Right, you know? but <laughs> he's they, fine with that. <laughs> right, but the but but the hippie free love part of him was just like, yeah, dude, let's go for it. And That's crazy, <laughs> dude. Yeah. What a trip. I mean, you ever see shit fly across the room? I mean, what are we talking about here? I've 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 seen people get physically harmed. Really? Yeah. By yeah, it's by something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's a trip. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there was there was one 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 time in particular. We went out to this place way out in Simi Valley, mm-hmm. like way like out like by the Santa Susana Pass, like Spa was, Ranch. Is that what it was? It was, it was, it was, it was, it was around like, like right off of Cooner or whatever oh, okay. that street's yeah, yeah. right? Like that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it was a cop and his wife and they were fucking around with a Ouija board and they had claimed that, that they had contacted, you know, um, uh, Billy the Kid and Jesse James, or no, uh, was it Jesse James or somebody? Else? I don't. I, I remember one of them was Be- was Billy the Kid. And okay. So at first, my mom was like, oh, "Okay, All whatever." Right, buddy. Yeah. But my mom would always, she would always at least like kind of go and and make like a physical appearance just to see if it's bullshit or not. If, right. Like, right. If like she should forget these people's numbers or if she should like actually like look into this shit. Yeah. So we went one night and they had the Ouija board out and then they were talking to, you know, supposedly Billy, the kid and Eddie, you know, he spelled out on the thingy. Are you a law man to the husband? Right. Okay. And he goes, yeah, he goes, or he says, yes, I am or something like that. And then it spelled out like, like I will kill you or kill you or some bullshit, yeah. you know. And so I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And like maybe thirty seconds after that, he all of a sudden he like fucking he got it and say, ow, fuck. And he gets up and and he goes and he goes, I have something, I felt something. 
And so he lifted up his shirt and on his back, like, like, I guess where his shoulder is, he had like a little, like, I guess, like bullet. Yeah. Like, what? like, like, like a welt. Whoa, dude. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you're there. He could have, he could have had it prior, you know, yeah. and, that, and, and that's kind of the skeptical bullshit artist, right. you know, it's like. It's like, okay, well, you know, they, they could have done that, you know, fucking yeah. 45 minutes before we showed up. And then all of a sudden he's going to act it out. And, yeah. 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 You know, but, but, you know, I was, but also maybe like Billy 16. the Kid tried to kill a cop, dude. You know, what I mean? right. Yeah. Yeah. The goat, right. Right. Well, so because, because so my mom, to believe. yeah. So because my, my mom, she would always like research that stuff too, like beforehand to mm-hmm. try to, and she did find out that Billy the Kid did for a short period of time, he was hiding out in the hills, like around like Moore Park, Simi Valley area. Weird, he was hiding man. out in the yeah. hills. Yeah. Yeah. What a trip, dude. Yeah. That's crazy stuff, man. I mean, that, I mean, you all, you know, I generally, I don't, I don't care one way or the other if they exist. I've been in many situations through spirituality and Christianity that I've seen stuff that I cannot explain. I felt yeah. shit that I cannot explain. You know what I mean? Like besides the fact that in, you know, like in worship or all these things, when you get a group of people with the same mindset, chanting, doing, singing, all these things, you know what I mean? That maybe it is possible that the power of the mind can move into a different fucking realm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I've experienced that and I've experienced it during a native American sweat I've experienced it during fucking, you know, religious ceremonies, all this shit. I got really into, like, Rosicrucian. Uh, it's like this fucking wild, like, it's not witchcraft, but it's like it's like this old ancient, like, Christianity, essentially. But it's a lot of based on meditation and intuition and opening yourself up for, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. But, um, you know, I've experienced some things that I cannot explain even to this day. You know what I mean? Like, feelings, yeah. situations, whatever. So, But I, I do wonder, like, if people are naturally born with this or if it's you know what i mean like and, i mean for your <laughs> for you to grow up in it but you feel generally like mostly skeptical on most of it i mean yeah i'm kind of you know like 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 i said i've 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 seen my shit yeah. you know and there, and there's shit that i just can't like like i said like 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 that whole story i yeah. i i could pick it apart in your brain i could pick it apart in my brain and i was like 16 when that happened but i can still i can like okay well maybe they plan that in you know like oh fucking hit me with this ball peen hammer or some bullshit in my fucking back or yeah yeah. or whatever like 45 minutes before we show up and then i'll act like something happened yeah but it's you know why you know what i mean like right like what what are you getting out of it you know what i mean right but people are fucking weird man you know what i mean there's some weird motherfuckers in this world right but in the in in the in the in the same instance though and it kind of goes back to how i say we all leave a certain energy behind Mm -hmm is I remember when my, my grandmother died when I was 14, my, my mom's mom, I was the only person that wasn't at the hospital when, when she died. Okay. And for like fucking two weeks after she died, my bedroom smelled like her perfume. Weird man. Cause she always, she always wore this certain perfume and we used to call it grandma perfume. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, oh, grandma perfume. You know, like we always knew grandma was here because we could smell her fucking perfume from like a mile away, yeah. right? It's like, oh, grandma's here. Yeah. But but my my bedroom just 
reeked. Now, did it actually smell or to other people or just you? Yeah. Yeah, other no, my, yeah, yeah, my, my, trip, my si- <laughs> yeah, my sister smelled it. My parents smelled That's it. A like trip, every, man. yeah, it just for for about two weeks after she died, my my bedroom just just smelled like grandma perfume. Right. Maybe she was fucking wanting to get away from everyone. She just went to the one person that she right or something, or or, <laughs> yeah. or maybe that, or maybe that was her way of saying goodbye. goodbye or something, yeah, man, that's or, a trip. I mean, right? Wild yeah. explained shit. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. well, that's cool, man. I really appreciate you talking about that. I mean, it's I never in a thousand years would have expected yeah. to hear that answer. Yeah, asking if you believe in ghosts. You know yeah, I mean? nope. I I I had a very uh, interesting. That's wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a trip, man. So, uh, tell me what's, what's the band doing? You guys got shows on deck. What's going on? Are you guys, yeah. I know you guys are starting to play, getting ready to, right? Yeah. So we, how, did, we how have, good does it feel to know that it's coming, dude? Oh my God, dude. Just, just, just going in fucking rehearsing with the guys. Right. Is right. just fucking. It's and, and we all miss it and we're just yeah. all just buddies, dude. It's just right. like, yeah. you know, and, and, it's just so great to just get in a fucking room and have a fucking laugh and mm-hmm. a couple beers and let's fucking jam some songs and mm-hmm. work on some shit and and it's great and we have a we have a new bass player too. Okay. So um I'm uh I'm not going to release his name right now. All right. All right. <laughs> it, better, it better not be Bill Benson, dude. <laughs> it is not Bill Benson. It yeah. is not Bill Benson. Yeah. But uh equally as rad. Nice. Equally as rad. Cool, man. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, it, honestly, though, it's kind of the worst kept secret because we've posted for the past month, we've been posting pictures of right. when, yeah. when we go jam at Mega Sound or something. And mm-hmm. and he's in all the pictures. So it's kind of the worst kept secret. Yeah. So it's like people who recognize him, I guess, from the picture know. Yeah. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll officially announce it probably like a couple days before we actually play. And yeah, that's cool. And, uh, but yeah, but we're playing. Um, they're doing the the Nardcore bowling again at yeah. the camera the Camarillo bowling alley. And Tony, <laughs> Tony actually he's 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 the one who's who's booking all the bands for it. It's it's every Tuesday. Okay, starting on June twenty second. Uh huh. And we're going to play with Out of Trust that night. Nice man. Yeah, which is kind of cool because so out of trust, they're debuting their their new singer, and we're de- debuting our new bass player. Nice man, it's cool. Yeah, so we have that coming up, and then we have July tenth at the uh, at the um, the Steamy Valley Bowling. We're doing the Bowling Alley tour, apparently. Yeah, that's Bowling Alley twenty twenty one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so we're doing um, we're playing July tenth at the Harley's Bowl. The one that's way, way out in Simi. Right, like off right. Of, yeah, I think Dad Brains played that once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're playing there. There's, I can't remember all the bands. There's like four bands total, but we're playing at like two in the afternoon. So it's it's like a day show. That's perfect, man. Good way to ease back into it after Corona, you know what I mean? It's like, right. you know, I, I as much as I want to play a show, being around a bunch of drunk fucking psychos at a bar, like you're still like, even though I'm vaccinated, you know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah, I do want to yeah, see too, it. Yeah. I want to be there. You know what I mean? But it's, I, I've been saying it for a while. It's going to be a wild fucking year, dude. People are, gonna, yeah. people are really going to be letting loose, dude. There's going to be some straight up teen pregnancies. You know what I mean? <laughs> not from us. Right. Not from us at all. No, but, no, no. Yeah, but you know, it's going to get fucking wild, dude. I mean, yeah. It's cool, man. And that's why I think, you know, kind of opening it up with these, uh, 
with these bowling alley shows because right. I mean it's it's you know it's mostly going to be like the people that are bowling and stuff and right. like, their kids and friends or whatever. Yeah. And but it's all people we fucking know anyway, right? And and, yeah. and and we're and we're all vaxxed, we're all good to go and and it, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Well, uh, do me a favor, throw out some Instagram handles or where you want people to follow stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you, know, you can follow promote whatever you want to promote. That's All it. right. Okay. This is your time. So you can follow the robot uprising. You can follow us on, on Facebook at the robot uprising. It's either the robot uprising or the robot uprising band, mm-hmm. something like that. But either way you'll find us, you know, Yep. Just look for our ugly ass faces, and but yeah, but we're we're there. We're on Instagram, and then um, I play guitar in a band called Soup Hat. Okay, with uh, with Jason Emilio from Fangboy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, him and I we both play guitar. We have Brittany Burchette on vocals, Gilly Faruda on drums. Oh, nice, cool and stuff. And we just uh, we just finally put out our four song EP. You can find that on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we recorded it in 2018, and we were planning a a release show for it, and then COVID hit. Yeah, and Put so we're just like, back. yeah, so we're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? So we we made like a COVID video for one of the songs to kind of tide it over, but we're just like. We're like it, it it's yeah. time, dude. Yeah, it's man. just yeah, fucking you. put it out, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, but you can find Soup Hat, you know, like cool. you know Soup Hat. <laughs> so yeah you can find same thing find us on facebook find it on Bandcamp. um like i said robot uprising you can find us on spotify and itunes or whatever it's called today and all the things all the things all the fucking things man yeah well badass dude um well hey thanks so much for coming on the pod dude it was great to actually get to chat with you one-on-one and you know, yeah, I'll, was... I'll be seeing you, man. Tongue's <laughs> pining to play some shows, so tell Tony to throw us on there. <laughs> uh, fucking it, dude. Fucking it. If you want some loud shit at the bowling alley. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I uh, appreciate it. It's fucking, it was awesome, you know? Oh, it was cool. fucking great. A very, a very, very cool, unexpected conversation. Right, I, yeah. I, I like... yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Those are the best, though, you know? 100%, right? dude. I'm with right. you. All right, brother. Killer. Cool. All right, cool. Thank hey, you, dude. 